Podcast listeners, here's one smart way Ventex technology is helping neon makers power up. It's called Surreal Seed. Electronic Neon Power Supplier, a proud partner, has helped bring to life the monster-filled seeds at this one-of-a-kind event, a real celebration of neon and imagination happening November 9th from 5 to midnight at Iron Art, 407 Rodham Lane, Austin, Texas. How do you shop Ventex Transformers? Simply visit ventextech.com. For more info and tickets to Surreal Seed, go to ironart.com backslash events. Welcome to the Mondo Neon Show. Argon, Neon, Helium, Xenon, Krypton, Transform and Rollout. Mondo Neon Show, I'm with Jeremy Meikle. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me on, Max. Uh, yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, so how did you get into to Neon? Like, What was the idea or um, you know, what led you down that road? Um, I tried to think about that before coming on. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm heavily tattooed and I'd been asked if I was into maybe doing that and that's not, I've never been into putting something on somebody permanently. So, um, one day one of my friends mentioned that he had seen a neon video on YouTube and, uh, it kind of just sparked it. I, I went on Google and looked at some signs and realized that it was, basically line work, which I was interested in, you know, the tattoo, uh, tattoo flash is aligns itself with line work. So, uh, it just kind of sparked from there. And then with you, you know, you're located, where are you located at? Um, in Virginia beach, Virginia. Okay. So you're, you're just like kind of looking through and, and, and you said like suddenly grasp, uh, you know, this, this sort of mission of, of creating, you know, like what was the outset for you? Like a lot of people sort of, and I've heard kind of stories where it's like, I was just like walking down the street or I like, it does seem kind of like lightning in a bottle where, you know, no one really set out to do neon. Some do, but like, it's just kind of something that kind of, you know, comes up and then you get pulled into it. What was that next? Like take us through that process where you were like, okay, you know, next step, you see that now what? Um, if in, anybody that knows me knows that I, uh, like I, I get into something and I like, I go full on. I'm kind of a collector of the sorts. And, uh, once I, that idea sparked in my head, I went online and started searching and I was looking for somewhere to learn, um, how to bend neon. So I watched some videos and I, you know, some small how to's and, you know, there's, there's not much, still isn't much online on YouTube. Um, and I found a couple places. There was a sign company in, in Virginia beach that was, um, advertising as neon. So I called him and I said that, um, I'd like to come and learn. He immediately, no, we were too busy. We can't do that. And sent me away. And, uh, I found Cliff Eddins and that he was doing a neon weekend. So uh, I call him, I sign up, and I drive from Virginia Beach to Patterson, New Jersey, which is about six and a half or seven hours. And uh, so my first neon weekend with Cliff. Yeah, it's incredible. With with Cliff, I mean, he's clearly somebody who's you know been really taking advantage of the teaching element. Where you know where we're at now with neon is like you know, there's a lot of teachers out there but 
really advertising, like doing the courses and, and putting it out there and, and laying everything out. You know, when you're a student and you go through that process and it's sort of just, I'm sure you're thinking like, okay, well, I do want to learn more. You know, how do you get past just kind of the initial sort of like, uh, you know, I'm going to put my hands onto this and just see whatever happens next. I mean, did you kind of know right away or like how, how did that, cause I'm, I'm a big fan of like, you know, people who are obviously good at what they do. You know, it's not like a, a passing period. You kind of think about it afterwards and there's like this wave of excitement and you can't stop thinking about it. Like, is that how it was for you? Oh, absolutely. The, uh, <laughs> after the first day I went back, I was staying with a friend in New Jersey <clears throat> pardon me and uh again i went right back on youtube and i rewatched the same videos that i'd watched over and over again i probably slept two hours before the next day's class um i didn't know that i was i wanted to do it forever i just knew that it was extremely hard and that i wanted to learn how to do that a little bit better than i did it the first day right yeah and the, the idea that like because I think a lot of people I hear this too is like, if I knew it was that hard, I, I, would, I probably wouldn't put myself, you know, uh, put myself through it, which is weird. But at the same time, I think, you know, a lot of people struggle with, I think this idea of like what not to do, what to do and sort of decisions that come along with that, like really impact, I think, you know, really make decisive moves early on. You know, I think a lot of young people who get into neon are not crippled by, sort of the behavior of trying to back up what they're going to do. They just get in there and like, they know something's cool and they're going to do it because they want to do it and just making decisions based on that, like going all in and, you know, really pursuing that ambition, like not wasting a minute and just saying, I'm just going to go do this because I've always wanted to do it. Like it, it pretty much makes sense. I think in a lot of ways, like, are you, you know, did you look at it from that sort of perspective too? Or you just kind of like on paper, you're like, oh, I'm going to accomplish this one thing today or, cause I know that, you know, it, take, it takes time to, to kind of grasp a lot of the sort of the strategies and the binary elements around, you know, okay, this is what I'm going to lose this is what I have to gain today. Or, you know, this bend, you know, is not going my way. I can't ultimately, you know, struggle with this, but I'm just going to, you know, eat shit for like, you know, another like, five days here to figure this next thing out or whatever, you know? <laughs> um, I still, some days you take five steps backwards and then you take 10 steps forward still to this day. I haven't been doing it for very long. I took my first class three years ago with Glyph. So, um, yeah, it, you learn every single day. Um, but to get back to the, to your question, I think, uh, I was bartending at the time. So that allowed me to sign up his classes once a month and it allowed me to work and make money. And then, like I said, I had to drive from Virginia beach to Patterson, New Jersey, which is six and a half hours away. And then I was staying with a buddy that was an hour away from there. Um, you know, so I was doing that once a month and I was signing up for every single weekend. I mean, by the second time I took his class, I think I pulled him aside and said, every time you do this, I want in. Um, so, yeah. So I guess maybe by the second time I knew that this is really what I want to do. I didn't know in what capacity or where it would lead me. 
you know, I just was going to dive in and see where it kind of took me. Yeah. And I think it's a true statement about like those general outcomes. Like I just wish a lot of people would never sort of give up because I think when I listen to that, it's like taking like seven hours every single time to do this one sort of, you know, machine like thing where you're literally sitting in front of that, trying to grasp what's going on. And even talking about it is just difficult because I think that building block of like, you know, where do I go from here? What do I do? I mean, that's great. You know, you can't deny how, um, you know, just the feeling you get when you actually do pull off a move or, you know, you're like, you know, you actually accomplish a bend and you're, you know, you're somewhat proud of it. It's not like a complete kink and it's not like taffy where it's like dripping everywhere and not disputing <laughs> those successes and taking the wins along the way, but also, you know, accepting the truth that like, it's a bit of a power struggle and the guy that you have to make those decisions is really just the person that's teaching you. And I think Cliff, like with that opportunity, you kind of realize that, you know, I'm not just going to do this everyday thing and I'm going to be honest with myself and truthful that like, I'm going to make a commitment here and really take that to the next level, which I mean, it's super ambitious. And I think anybody that can really say they've done some neon really can respect the fact that you're like, Hey, I'm, I'm here to do this. And on top of that, I don't even know what's going to happen next, which luckily for you, I mean, obviously it's working towards your advantage, but you know, I think the best artists are the ones that take enormous pressure and not necessarily do they get it right the first time, but they're willing to kind of fail in the sense that like, I'm just getting started, but I need to do this because this is what's inside of me, you know? Absolutely. You know, kind of reverse engineering that a little bit, but at the same time, you're, so you're at a place now where, you know, you've kind of already obviously chartered this path for yourself. Would you say like, what are the, like, the top, you know, few things like skill wise you need to be, you know, I guess somewhat successful starting out? Like, is there something you would tell people that are kind of on the fence about like, I've always wanted to take a course, but I can't do this because of this, or I'm just, I'm not sure. Um, Man, I really just think if if can't in your vocabulary, then neon's not going to be the thing for you. There's a lot to learn every single day. There's a lot of failing. Um, you know, the feeling of making that first 90-degree bend um, is great. Followed immediately by the worst 90-degree bend you've ever done. And you have to get used to that for a very long time. A very long time. And I think, you know, each day is an opportunity too, like deploying a little bit of sense of like where time and energy sits. When you think of these things, like where you're at, like, I guess, climate wise for that particular day, like I'm fascinated by the people that like, you know, take for instance, like sports, like, you know, they take, you know, like 20, 30 shots and then, you know, they make like 5% of those, you know, and then they're basically considered one of the best players in the game. But then, you know, to be able to like, just, you know, the next day or the next game go out and sort of just refine those skills and sort of a return to form. I still think the people that are still at the top of their game still struggle with this sort of tremendous up and down. And I think it's just a reflection of what, I mean, of course it's difficult, but it is an evolution, you know, like, especially when it comes to signage and ways to, you know, 
be practical. Like I think some of the best people that do other things outside of bending might be like your chance to win. Like, so maybe you're amazing at bombarding. Maybe you're incredible at um, selling. Maybe you have an unbelievable skill at, you know, basically, um, you know, installation, like whatever it is. But there, like you said, there's multiple elements to the process. Like I think about other signage shops, especially in the early days where, you know, you probably have like multiple people inevitably doing different things where I think that life's work now sort of sits and rests on the shoulders of a few independent people. And I think it's, it's just interesting to see the patterns kind of play out where, you know, if you didn't take off right away with neon, you know, even if you didn't care about it or did care about it, you're still putting in the effort. And I think that's better than zero. You know, it's like, it's an act of doing like, you don't do it. There's no elevator pitch. that's going to make you better. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we're also, um, you know, we're in that Instagram, um, social media, like instant gratification and ESPN doesn't show these guys practicing these guys that are making a million dollars, you know, um, when you see an amazing sign or something, uh, an amazing feat that, that one of these incredible neon artists, there's so many online right now. It's incredible. Um, you're only seeing the finished product most of the time, you know, you're not seeing those, those missed foul shots. And, uh, there's a lot of them, you know, there's a, there's a lot of them. You're only yeah. seeing the, uh, the, the finished beautiful product. Right. And I think that's the, the thing about that I always talk about is documentation is that I'm driven by sort of the climb, like because of the kind of long history of neon. I mean, maybe it's just me, but like I can remember multiple times of just breaking neon along the way, whether it was traveling to a show, getting to a client, uh, absorbing some sort of like, I've got to do this now and not really, I mean, I guess in the moment, you know, you're sort of like, oh man, that, that, sucks you know like i wanted to win the game but the game is the game right like there's no moment where you can just sort of i mean for me i couldn't and i'm speaking myself but this idea of quitting wasn't really in my vocabulary because it was sort of the the neon was the drug and i think a lot of people sort of lack like you said is like there's a story that goes into that and it is fascinating to think about how much effort goes into a particular sign. Like I think some people have done some really cool things like, um, like time lapses. I really think time lapses and neon, more people should be doing that, especially because of the circumstances that people are in is like, they're like, Oh, I always wish people know how much work this is and, you know, screw LEDs. And like, this is such a, it's such a, a hack, you know? Well, I think the other flip side of that equation is, you know, show the one move where, you know, how difficult it is and the multiple times it has to go through to be able to continue to develop either that sign or that piece of artwork. You know, that search is really important. And like you said, it's not like a sports game when you see all the different individual moves play out. You're not going to get to see the hours and sort of the long strategy that went into it and the like the multiple, you know, breakdowns and subsequent executions that went on. So you know, when you deliver the sign, it's almost like you deliver a video showing the back to back, like up and down of how it went through. And it's like, okay, here's, you know, they might not care, but you know, I think there's an enjoyment in that too. Like, I think people would really, I think a lot of people would like to see that, you know, just regular people. So I, don't know if I love, I, 
I love the back of signs. I love seeing the, you know, where all the bends and drops and everything occur. I love that. Um, and guys like Cameron who show that often, you know, blaze. Um, I wish we could see more and more of the back of a sign. I think it tells so much. And I think that those guys, um, are pushing the envelope, you know, they're, they're showing us, me, the younger, um, vendors that are coming into this pretty fresh, um, what a standard should be. And I think that's absolutely huge for, um, neon to continue and, um, for it to be looked upon in the light <laughs> that it should be. Right. And that too is like, you know, I mean, it's the reality that we're in, right? Like I kind of talked about that too, is like people show, especially on Instagram, and I think we're all guilty of this and I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I'm just saying, you know, attending a sign funeral would be pretty cool. You know, like literally going one by one and showing like, you know, this is really ultimately what happened today. And I'm not interested in everybody's, you know, a, you know, critical perspectives on how I do this, but ultimately this is where I'm at. And if I can, you know, show, like you said, the back of the sign, I think it's extremely kind of like over the top, but it does show, you know, kind of like, I guess, genuine qualities about how things are done. And like yourself, I mean, you were just saying like blaze or like camera, we're like, Hey, I'm so blessed to have this opportunity. And I get to know these personalities and this type of unique position on how they show their work, which I think ultimately will be much more resourceful to you than like the most amazing, you know, you know, I don't know, like sign show you've ever seen is like, I think as an artist, you can really gravitate towards those moments, especially when, you know, just, I don't know, just, I guess, just documenting the journey, whereas different challenges are, I guess, important to you, but it, how do you, I guess, like, how do you continue to grow and develop? Like, are you, now that you've had these courses, are you like, cause it, I'm interested, like, I guess different people learn in different ways too. Um, well, so I'll, it, you know, it doesn't just go from point A to point B. So Cliff found a shop in Texas and, uh, I bought that. So I, I flew to Texas, me and a buddy, um, his name's Maurice and I, I love him dearly. Um, he was, you know, he's instrumental in this. So we flew down to Texas. We got a 26 foot U-Haul and we loaded about 1500 or 15,000 pounds of glass. Um, extremely overloaded U-Haul. Um, I took everything. I mean, I took their work tables. I took their benches. I took every single piece of scrap, um, cork, you name it. We put it in that truck and we drove it from there back to Virginia. I put it in a storage unit and I continued to go um, to Cliffs um, until I had enough money and I built my shop, which is where I work out of now. It's a small 156 square foot unit, which is <laughs> tiny. And uh, it's behind my parents' house. Um, and that is when everything changed. As soon as I got that up, um, Cliff came down, we built tables and air gas manifold hooked, um, just the fires up. And that is when everything changed. Um, I was able to spend every hour that I wasn't working at the bar. I was behind my parents' house again. And, um, that 
putting in that time and um, failing and succeeding and learning um, was really um, what changed and put me on the path where I am now. That's incredible. No, I think I was always emphasis of the kid who had like the half pipe in the backyard, right? Like you got that. <laughs> you like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the countless interactions that you had and like, what's, what's really cool about that is that not only were you able to like, you know, Cliff was able to kind of contribute and see that obviously the bigger picture, but you know, your journey. I mean, I, if you showed me how that worked out and like video of that, I mean, I would sit back and to just lap that up because it takes a certain amount of courage, but I mean, you have to recognize like nothing comes from or something doesn't come from nothing. Like that grind is really real. And, you know, a lot of people, especially when they reach out to them, like if they're in decisions where they're like, Oh, I'm just starting out. I don't think I could really even like participate at this level. Like I have so many people that I admire and respect and like, I just can't go beyond that. And I think about that and I'm like, wow, like, you know, do you realize that like the difficulty in that conversation is only because you are sort of judging yourself against these other people who've been doing this for like 30 years, you know, like that's just, there's something really lasting about that. But at the same time, it's just so not related. Like when you talk about your, what you're going to do and you make all this stuff possible and you travel to Texas and you make this financial sort of like guessing game. And ultimately, I mean, those people are so promising to you like they're just like yeah i see your vision and then they like you know walk through the fire with you i mean it's pretty amazing like when i think about those perspectives and i i mean that's to me that's that's the conversion like that's when i'm like whoa okay you know i have an enormous amount of like self-doubt here let me think about what drives me to want to do something in neon or if it's not neon just you know wow that's a really dope story you know what i mean absolutely I think that's what's cool about um, Cliff's Neon Weekend is that you leave there with a working piece. I didn't actually, believe it or not. I know most people leave um, their first weekend with a working piece of neon, but I didn't. <laughs> um, I ended up making paper clips on the second visit. Um, but I'll tell you, once you, and most of the people that are listening to this know that as soon as you see that neon light up and you know what it took to um, get it to that point, um, it changes the whole game and being able to go up to cliffs who has a manifold and had all those things. I was able to get that little fix, um, often enough that, you know, and it kept me on the path. Yeah. And I think it's just, you know, when he lives up to the expectation, but at the same time, you're willing to kind of like say to yourself, okay, you know, I'm interested enough to keep going and uh you know analyze the 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 process afterward is like i don't care if you know i fail or something like this i just i've always wanted to do this and i think that those courses are pretty critical to sort of the the future sort of understanding of where neon is at i mean it's just one man's opinion but the randomness that goes on online and the status that neon is right now i mean it, it just really humbles the whole thing and i think it it just makes it a little bit more realistic you know as a, as something to aspire to or just ponder like you know let's stop debating of like how many awesome signs someone can sell or like you know um you know because it just it just holds up so much better like when you see the person and you're like oh you know this is a really good feel good moment like let me um you know let me tear down other people's ideas of what neon should be you know this is just what i did you know and that's why i think 
your story is really great. Like it's a, it's a very compelling sort of like a uh, way to, you know, leverage your, your thoughts and ideas, you know? So, um, yeah. How do you, you know, with, um, with other parties, you were at recently at the fire party, right? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nate Schaefer and, um, the whole gang at glass, uh, it's DJ and, uh, rich and, um, Zacto glass. I'm so sorry. I don't have, I don't, I don't have his, uh, his name. So we'll do the 2019 thing. That's his Instagram handle. Um, Nate, uh, Nate hosted a party and it, it, incredible. It was absolutely incredible. That was my first time being able to meet, um, several people that I follow online and look up to and admire their work. Um, Eve was there. Um, Taylor from um, Atlanta was there. Of course, all of the glass group was there. Um, there were some guys that were in um, from Cincinnati at Neon Works um, who do a lot of beer sign repairs and stuff. So it was really cool. It ran the whole the whole spectrum of neon from uh, your production guys to your artists to um, Nate, who I think does absolutely everything, um, and I think is it's inspiring. If you haven't been to glass, um, I think you, you're missing out. Absolutely. And there's this, you know, this idea of like holding events too. I mean, what's genuine about what Nate's doing is that, you know, when you start seeing people come together, like, I think there's an extremely proud moment of like, Hey, you know, these, all these people came out to like, just understand what it is that we're all doing, you know, like at the heart of it, they know that this comes from the heart. Like genuinely they care of what every person sitting in that room thinks. And that's because, you know, they know it's, you know, it's realistic. Like I, I think that these days there's so much, um, you know, little understanding of, of people, you know, without the kindness and respect and thought that goes into a lot of these signs. You know, I think when you're face to face with other people that really deal with this stuff on a minute to minute basis, you get very appreciative and very humbled because their attention is really real. Like they never really got over it. They are, you know, very fact driven. They know what makes sense. They know it's not easy for everybody. And so they're going to focus their attention on what they want to end up with, which is like a long journey ahead of them with other people that are just as ambitious and um, considerate about where Neon's going. Like, I believe that because of this thought process and the way they're putting these events on that, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna really, you know, build a, a much better sort of foundation than if they were just to say, Oh, well, you know, I'm doing all these amazing signs, just come on in and take a look one day. You know, it's not that type of attitude, you know, it's, it's uh, like, we're all grateful to coexist in this space. And it's such an incredible way to, I guess, just thank the people that have supported you along the way. You know, if you continue to be blessed and you got a great shop and doing all kinds of great work, I mean, that's wildly, wild, wild and ambitious for some people. But, you know, when you reach that point where you're like, you have all that, I mean, it's a pretty amazing treasure. And I think, you know, um, he's a visionary, you know, from one human to another. I think, you know, he's got a, a very sort of like, you know, higher purpose. And I think that's really awesome. Like you were able to get over there. Would you say, you know, would you encourage people to, you know, definitely attend to the next one? Like, how do you get, you know, how did you hear about that? Or did that just somebody that heard you about? Um, well, I will first say that um, 
on this neon journey, everybody that I've reached out to, um, minus the, the first sign guy that turned me down, which I understand, um, has been extremely helpful, has opened their doors and left them wide open for me. Um, and that's how the relationship with Nate and DJ and Rich started. I just, uh, I called and went there, you know? So that's how I got on the, on a list of, uh, I guess they send out an invite and that's how, you know, I, I haven't been afraid to call and ask and see if I can come and talk to you. Um, and that's what I would encourage everybody to do because every shop that I've gone to, I've seen, picked up or learned something. Um, and just to bring it back to Nate's party, I mean, we had our blow, um, our, you know, like our, our little, I call it my, my blow hose kit, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, just my little, my little tool satchel for, you know, bending at Nate's place and me and Eve and a few other people, we, uh, pulled out some of the things and, you know, I use a straight swivel and Eve has an electrode holder and Rich uses his fingers and Nate, I think puts electrodes in his mouth and welds them that way. Um, (laughs) he's just, uh, he's, he's one with the fire that Nate, um, but yeah, um, go to, go to shops, reach out, call people, um, be nice, be respectful. And that's what you'll get back. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's a mentally, it's a far more normal way to think about things. Like, especially when it's, and this goes for a lot of things, but just neon, but it's time that we get all of that obnoxious mindset that like, we shouldn't just categorize neon and and sort of prioritize people and situations with like such a, a higher, like, you know, when, when I think of relevancy, I think of people that are just really subject to just let people in and in an influence from the inside out. Like, I don't think any industry has done well where people are just sort of pushing, you know, you know, picking each other apart. And I think that's one of the best things about, you know, at this point is that, you know, if you're just trying to get one person's opinion across, that's fine. There's a lot of ways to do that, but everybody is trying to, to get to that person. Like if it's a supply and demand issue, there's a lot of neon signs, but there's not a lot of neon shops. So you're, I think the consistency of like knocking on each door and having this, just having your defenses down is a really good place to operate because I constantly see, you know, I've been approached by lots of different, you know, people and individuals I never thought I really could, you know, be attached to in a good way. And so my advice on how to network is absolutely like open yourself up. You're meeting people who are definitely relevant to, you know, your space. Um, and then the, the gateway drug is really just to return that. And so, you know, I think it's cool. You just show up, you had some, you know, general, you know, tools on you. And then from there, it was just like, people were just, Hey, the powerful move down the line, right? Like, Oh, I do this and I do that. Right. And no one's really desperate to figure out what the next guy knows. Like, I think that old guard is like, all it takes is one interaction and one meeting for you to, you know, be in the same space as like someone who's really big and that the events that they open themselves up to, you now have this sort of, um, you know, people are like actually, you know, really there to, to learn from each other. So I think, you know, that's such a great way to sort of build up your, you know, your understanding of what's out there, you know? Um, yeah. What do you, what do you plan for like the next few months? Are you anything that's going on that you want to talk about? You know, yeah. Um, 
about a month from today, I should be having my first baby boy. Oh, wow. So, uh, so I'm going to be a, yeah, thank you very much. I'll be pretty busy. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I do have a, I have a couple projects that I'm working on some things that, um, in between working out client pieces and things like that. Um, you know, cause I, I try to do it all. I'm not just necessarily a neon artist and, um, I would like to do more of that. Um, so I'm going to use some of this time and produce some pieces that I'm, uh, that I've been looking forward to over the last year. So, uh, that's, what's going to happen, um, for the next couple of months. Yeah. Big news. And, uh, I mean, that's such a really, uh, you know, great segue into, you know, what advice can you give people? Cause it, you know, you've had, you've experienced different things at this point where you're kind of started out in neon and you're kind of still building up, obviously no one really is done learning. Um, any advice for, you know, people who are, you know, really just dipping their toes and like, you know, thinking about maybe taking a class with, uh, Cliff or really just anybody at this point? Yeah. Um, you know, reach out, um, take the class, um, put your head down, keep your head down and, uh, don't give up cause it's a long road. It takes a long time. It's a lot of hours and a lot of work and the rewards are great. And, um, you know, throw that glass and break it when you need to. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Well, I really, really appreciate uh, you coming on the show and just spending time with, with our listeners. I mean, it's just the amount of information that, you know, people I think can get out of this episode is very real. Um, and, you know, still, I mean, it just, it's just really inspiring to hear, you know, that, that you've kind of built up, you know, your own place in Texas and you've got, you know, things going on. So how can um, our listeners connect with you at this point, you know, online? Um, well, I am on Instagram. Um, that's like mainly where I am. Um, my business is called True Love Neon. It's true underscore love underscore neon. And um, you can reach me there. And I look forward to, you know, speaking and talking with anybody. Um, the more I can talk, the more I can learn and listen. And yeah, just keep your ears open and mine are open and I'm ready to hear from you. Awesome. Thanks, Jeremy, for coming on. I really appreciate you. Max, thank you so much. I'm really stoked that you do this and I look forward to hearing uh, other people's stories out there. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that show. If you haven't done so, please leave us a review on your podcast aggregator of choice. We have a lot of great neon guests coming up and as always, thanks for listening.